Is that reported? Mm -hmm. So what have been some of the major obstacles, so to speak, within this profession? Well, first of all, you, you, you don't want to use the word racism because it's not that people are saying you're black, so I'm going to hold you down. And it's that simple all the time. <laughs> it happens, but it's not just that. Sometimes it's the kind of person they want you to be. Yeah. Sometimes it's what they think they can get out of it. Sometimes it's, okay, it's not your turn. Like, when I thought about, for example, let me get political with y'all for a second in this regard. One of the things that I always held against the Democratic Party, for example, was when Hillary Clinton ran against Trump this time around. What was my issue? Nothing to do with politics. To me, and it's not her I'm talking about, I'm talking about in general, the mindset was it's her turn. You see what I'm saying? I'm telling you that's the same thing that exists in corporate America. There, nobody is getting ahead without a helping hand. Right. There is always someone in a position of power that you need to be a champion and a supporter of yours. You will not ascend on your own volition. Well, I don't give a damn how good you are. I don't give a damn how talented you are. You better know somebody. Right. And it better be somebody in a position of influence who's interested in helping you. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's true. just not going to happen, right? So I say all of that to say somewhere along the way, not that it's the core decision maker, but as somebody that's respected and connected enough where if they champion you, yeah. it's a big boost for you. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure you have that. That's why when I give speeches, I talk about it ain't just about having a mentor. It's about having a, a cheerleader as well. You need both. Mm -hmm. you, do, you do need somebody that prevents you from falling in that abyss and staying there. But you also need somebody that's attached to the industry you're aspiring to, you're right. aspiring to excel in. Mm -hmm. They're connected enough to guide you through the minefields. You need both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all heard it. Y'all know who it is. Mr. Victor or nothing, a.k.a. Marcus, a.k.a. Marcus' Ceremony, a.k.a. your girl's favorite MC, a.k.a. the best non-rapper alive. Because y'all heard the bars on the intro, man. I'm going to say it every time, man. That's me rapping, man. I'm low-key like that. But um, welcome to this week's Moment of Victory, uh, episode 28. Um, We're going to get right into it. We're not going to waste y'all time. This week comes from... Somebody who's jive controversial, in my opinion. I'm not a big fan of him sometimes. I mean, he doesn't seem to be on our side all the time. But um, I listened to Stephen A. Smith do this interview on uh, Showtime Basketball with Stephen Jackson and Matt Bonds. And uh, we're going to take a look at what he had to say on this week's moment. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, it's Mr. Victory or nothing. Yeah, I do a lot of talking, but I ain't about bluff. Got a problem on air, we gon' sit and discuss it. And your mind and your soul, yeah, you know that I plan on touching. That's right, nobody else is this tight. So when I'm saying something, make sure that it's right. Won't ever embarrass myself by assuming IQ is high in music. You should tune in. I show it be two levels above me, baby. Trust me, baby. The fans is gon' love me, baby. Talking crazy, but it ain't nothing but jokes. And that revenue gon' leave us far from broke. So the only thing left now, say yes to your boy. Don't think about it. Stop second guessing your boy. I'ma win, cause the Lord blessing your boy. Other stations won't compete, you need a better boy. Again, that was Stephen A. Smith on uh, Showtime Basketball with Stephen Jackson and uh, Matt Barnes. 
uh, for those of you who don't know who Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes are, uh, they both former NBA players, now retired. Uh, Steven Jackson, um, I don't know if you remember him, but he was one of the dudes that went in the stands with Ron Artest during the malice of the palace when he was stealing off on fans. And Matt Barnes is um, known for... Do he got chicks with one of the uh, basketball? Do he got babies with one of the basketball wife chicks, or um, one of them? I don't know. I feel like I feel like he got. I feel like he messed with one of the basketball wife chicks or something. I don't know. Um, I know Derek Fisher was messing with his lady, and uh, it was like a big story because you know he had to uh, you know pound Derek Fisher up one time. Like, hey, it's my lady. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not his lady anymore, but. You know, it's principle of the matter. They both NBA players. They been teammates before. Uh, Derek Fisher was a coach at the time, man. You just being reckless out here. But anyway, so that's uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. But uh, Stephen A. Smith, the black dude, the annoying, loud black commentator that's on all over ESPN. Side note, even though he make a gang of money, he definitely underpaid because they be having Stephen A. Smith on everything. His show, first take, he do boxing, he do NFL, he do basketball. Hey, they was like, look here, we going to get all, we going to get out of you. We, we They raping cuz, man. They was like, oh, we paying you millions and we going to juice every bit of it out of you. But anyway, so Stephen, Stephen A. Smith was on Showtime Basketball with them and, um, one of the things in the moment that he talked about that I thought was like like really valuable, it wasn't even so much the, you know, no one gets there without help. It was the we all need a cheerleader aspect of it. And I and I and I just thought that was so key. Like, man, we doing business, we going through school, you know, we play sports, whatever the case may be, man. We we have hard times sometimes. And like the grind is grueling and the process could be lengthy and long and, and, you know, it could be tiresome. And, you know, one of the things that keep us going is knowing that it's people watching us. It's knowing that there's people out there looking up to us. It's knowing that there's people who believe in us. So when he said you got to have a cheerleader, I was just like, man, that's so key, man. We do so much, man. And we, we feel like, I mean, society you know, will have us to think that, you know, self-made is a thing or I did it on my own and like all this and that. Like society has really made us like it's a it's all about me. Remember Maya said it's all about me, 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 me. I love Maya, FYI, but that's another story. But, yeah, society would just have us to think that, you know, it's all about us and we do it on our own and we don't get help and everyone promotes self-made and this and that. But one thing we don't realize is the people who supported us, not necessarily, you know, with their financials or, you know, what I'm saying they, they gave us the shot or whatever. Just the people that were just like, hey, you did a good job. Hey, you in this instance, you listen to this podcast. Hey, man, that was a good one. Or you play a sport, man. Hey, like. I watched your game, man. Hey, man, you was killing them, man. When you gave them the hezzy or like, you know what I'm saying? Something about, you know, people admiring what you do is very helpful. And even like Stephen A. Smith said, it's just like not only do you need an admirer, a cheerleader, you need someone who who admires you and will cheer you on that's in a position to help you. But every every cheerleader is not going to be in a position to help you from getting to where you want to go but i believe cheerleaders are essential because 
they help they do help you get where you go where you're trying to go from the sense that they boost your confidence like when you got people cheering you on it makes you push a little harder like when i'm when i'm when i used to play sports or whatever or whatever the case may be and like you working out and it's just like oh man i don't want to do this but you know like you got a shorty that's gonna come see you this weekend you be like oh yeah such and such coming man i gotta do my i gotta be on my a game or like you know what i'm saying just knowing that someone is in the crowd watching you someone is in the crowd rooting for you someone is in the crowd hoping that you win man that means a lot and people i just want to tell y'all man it's important man whatever it is that y'all do even if y'all not the ones that doing business or playing the sports or play an instrument or 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 is trying to get through school whatever the case may be but y'all know somebody i want to encourage y'all today to encourage those folks give them compliments Cheer them on. Let them know that that you're watching them. Let them know that you're proud of them. Let you let them know that you like something that you saw from them. Like that stuff is so essential, man. And I don't think you know that was happenstance what Stephen A. Smith said because for the most part he's become like a pariah in a sense. Like he's so controversial and a lot of people don't like him. So to hear him say like. You know, you need those people to cheer him on. Like, if you listen to this interview or him doing the uh, Showtime Basketball podcast, um, he talks about, you know, him being a high school beat writer. And Isaiah Thomas, he Isaiah Thomas, the you know, from the Pistons, the bad boys. He said uh, Isaiah Thomas was talking to him on ESPN one day. He was just like, man, how you get here or whatever? And he said, you don't remember? He was like, you Gave me my first interview. So he goes and tells the story about, you know, him being a high school uh, beat writer. But he always wanted to get to the NBA. And he got in the same room with Isaiah Thomas, you know, because people, you know, put him in the room. Like, again, talking about people who believe in you, who cheering you on, but they have connections. So, you know, he was put in a room. You know, he's like he wasn't trying to step on nobody's toes or nothing, but he was just watching and observing. And Isaiah Thomas, uh, you know, walked by him and he talked to him and he was just like, yo, I'm trying to come on. You know what I'm saying? It'd be really big for me if I could interview him. And he said Isaiah Thomas was like, well, can you do it right now? And so Isaiah Thomas, he's like, yeah. So Isaiah Thomas did an interview or whatever. But it all stemmed from someone who was watching him grind. Someone who was just like, yo, all right, he working his day job during the day, but he's also been a beat reporter for uh, high school sports at night for free just because, you know, this is really what he what he wanted to do. And so when someone takes notice of the things that you're doing and someone takes notice of all the work that you're putting in and someone sees that it's paying off, it's just like, all right, if this is paying off with this. I wonder what it would look like when he get here with them. So he was put in that position. And again, Man, the cheerleader is so important, man. So I encourage y'all, people, whatever you're doing, continue to work hard. Continue to work hard because know that it's people that are watching you. And for you people who aren't doing anything, man, encourage those people that you see doing things, that you know doing it. Your family member, your friends, your your, your spouses, your loved ones, whoever the case may be. If you see them trying to get that degree and it's, it's taking its toll on them because, you know, they're working all day and they're doing school late at night or whatever. Or your your son or somebody plays sports, man, and, and you just see him working hard, shooting balls in the back of the yard at night or this and that, man. Just continue to encourage them, continue to push them on because, man, it's nothing like a cheerleader, man. And um, relationship standpoint, man, if you with someone and they ain't your biggest cheerleader, dump them, get rid of them. 
hey, it is what it is. Man, if your family don't support you, man, I mean, you can't dump them. But you know what I'm saying? Just get around some folks who will encourage you, some folks who are going to push you on. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying really dump people. But, yeah, if, if, if your lady or your dude ain't your biggest cheerleader, dump them. You can't really dump your family over there. You can avoid them some, but you can't dump them. But if your spouse ain't your biggest cheerleader, get rid of them and, and just migrate toward people who, like, show interest in you, who, who, who support you, who you see bigging you up every step you take. Man, I, I got people, I'm not going to call people out, but there's people all the time, every time I post a shirt, oh, man, I like that joint, man. Hey, I need that joint. Whether they buy it or not, man, I need that joint. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, every time I do one of these or they see me do one of my interviews or I say something funny online or whatever, they be like, hey, man, hey, I can't wait till you make it. Like, I have people who tell me, like, they can't wait till I make it or they know I'm going to make it and watch out for me and this and that and just that. And, man, I'm telling you, I appreciate that stuff because I low-key deal with, you know, insecurities from time to time. And I always wonder, like, damn, am I going to make it? Can I make it? Like, am I the one? Like, am I the person that people say I am? Am I the person who, who people think I am? Am I going to be the person people think I'm going to be or they expecting me to be? So when I hear those things, it's just like, okay, people watching, people paying attention. All right, you can't quit. You know, I got the whole Mr. Victory movement. And it's just like, even sometimes with that, it's just like, man, I be wanting to give up or I don't be, you like feeling into it or whatever. And it's just like, man, you can't do that. You can't quit. You missed the victory. You this and that, this and that. And sometimes people are being shady when they say those type of things. But a lot of times people is just like, yo, nah, man, you can't quit, man. We lean on you. So if you quit, ain't no hope for me, which someone has actually said to me before. And granted, that's a that's a huge burden. But you know, it is what it is. It just means, yo, people are invested in the things that I've done. People are invested in, you know, the things that I say, like they take notes to those things. And so like they, they depend on those things or, you know, it's, it's truth to them. So if I don't live by it, then, you know, it's, it, it's not truth to them. Like it, it looks blurry. It makes them question things or whatever. So it's all, it's all a form of cheerleading, man. Again, man, if you got people that's watching you, man. Keep giving them a show, man. And for you people who not doing anything, again, man, if you see people that's doing it, man, encourage and push them on. Man, I'm telling you, man, it's nothing like it. And as always, is it victory or nothing? Is it really that hard to choose? We out.